Welcome to Gold Betting Club, the closing stretch. I'm Diane Knox Bayless, and I'm joined by maybe the two happiest of brothers in all of the land today, Duncan and Neil Campbell. You cannot hide those smiles on your faces today, guys, which I'm taking as it was a good money day with the Saudi International. Doesn't yeah. get more stressed. Doesn't get more stressful than today. <laughs> we've we've landed our first win of a year, sixty to one, Harold Varner. So come on. <laughs> okay, but it, it didn't come without stress because uh, I saw you put on Twitter that you told everyone we had to delay the recording of the show this morning. Of course, I'm in Florida, so by the time I turned it on, he was on like fifteen. But it was touch and go at the end. But Duncan, talk us through what happened on eighteen. Yeah, so even before then, um, Bubba, so Bubba Watson finishes Birdie Eagle on 17 and 18 uh, to, to finish in at 12 under par. At the same time, Harold Runner bogeys uh, the, the 16th par 3, 16th hole, uh, and he's two shots behind with two holes to go. So he, he gets himself uh, a birdie on 17, which is great. The, the last hole is a drivable, well, not a drivable, but it's, a, it's an easy par 5. It's downwind, a good drive, and you can reach the green in two with a, with a short iron. Harold uh, puts it in the rough off his drive, gets it to greenside in two, and then he holds what can only be described as a monster putt uh, for Eagle to snatch the win. So we don't have to do the uh, the show and a, and a playoff simultaneously. We can just relax now and enjoy uh, enjoy Harold's win. Neil, are you relaxed? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just feel shaky now. <laughs> well, Took we're a video or something. Yeah, I'm going to show this video that you posted on your Twitter right now, actually, because your reaction is priceless. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was just taking the video of one of my friends that didn't have the TV coverage. So I was taking the video just to show him how close he's going to have for a birdie putt and I could see it just like getting over the ridge and I was like wait a minute this looks quite good and then it started tracking and tracking and then I was just like this is this is going in and I just could not contain that was just a natural reaction oh so happy I'm still watching the replays <laughs> well we have our first golf betting club winner of 2022 which is great a fantastic start and uh, hopefully we can continue that later today with the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am on the PGA Tour so um, well this tournament uh, well I'm sure you know by now but it's a three course rotation on Thursday, Friday and Saturday and then on Sunday everyone's playing Pebble Beach so looking at the leaderboard at the top we've got three in Bo Hostler, Andrew Putnam and Tom Hoagie so guys what do you make of the guys that are sitting at the top right now in the position that they're in? I think before we get on to that, Dan, we probably need to mention uh, Seamus's power, uh, Seamus Power's collapse uh, yesterday. You know, it, it looked like when we've done the last couple of blogs for this, that it was going to be a completely different uh, event. You know, we thought that Seamus Power would probably have the lead coming in, coming into today, and, and obviously he fell away yesterday quite badly. Um, and now we've got a completely different scenario where we've got you know three guys who, who probably didn't expect to challenge for this event, now competing at the top. Uh, and the event has a completely different feel to it from, from what it had 24 hours ago. 
Yeah. I mean, Neil, heading into Saturday, Power had like a five shot lead. And after shooting 64-64, he on Saturday, a 10 shot difference in that 74. And we've talked so much about him. He's got one win on the PGA Tour, but it came in one of these alternate field events. So, you know, that when you're at the top of the leaderboard, the pressure's really hard to almost get used to and then capitalize on. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's going to be a really hard one for Seamus to come back from now. Um, like I said, he was, we, we were thinking before the round, is he going to get us about 20 or 21 under? And then everyone's got to try and get about three or four back. Um, but no, he, I, I watched most of his round yesterday and he was pulling most shots left. He just looked a completely different player. And it was kind of like a reminder of when he let us down two weeks ago when he was two shots off the lead going into the final round. And we really talked up his chances that day. Um, but that's two in a row now where he's kind of like been a great chance to win. Um, he might pull it back today, but I think he's got I think he's got a big task ahead of him now. Mm-hmm. Okay, Duncan. So uh, those three names at the top that we were talking about, Hostler, Putnam and Hoagie, um, are any of those names that you're going to be looking at this Sunday? I think they've all got a chance. I think, like you know, they're obviously in contention, and leaders do have, have a good record here. I think in the last five years, the, the winner has come from a guy who's either been first or second after after the third round. So all those at the top of the leaderboard have generally got a good chance of, of capitalising and, and, and getting a win. Um, I think we've spoken on past uh, shows about how uh, how I dislike Tom Hoagie in, in contention, uh, whereas Neil rates him a bit stronger. Um, so, so me personally, you know, Tom Hoagie isn't isn't a bet for me. Um, you know, he start he did start slowly yesterday and and, and brought himself back into it. Um, and, and you know, he may well be due a win soon. Um, but for me, Tom Hoagie is one that that I would look to to pass over. Um, and in terms of the other two, I would prefer Putnam over Hostler. Um, Putnam's largely been reliable in contention. Um, I know that he had a, a bit of a fallback at last year's Shriners Children's Open. He kind of went backwards on on uh, the final round. But other than that, you know, he's got a PGA Tour win to his name. Um, he's generally been solid enough in contention. Um, and, and Bo Hostler is, 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 you know, been out of contention for a while. He's kind of lost his way a little bit uh, in the last year or so. Um, and there might be a bit of rust, contention rust, um, for Hostler that I think might be his undoing. Um, so out of the three, for me, it would be Putnam, but Neil might be uh, might have a different opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think we disagree a little bit on Bo Hostler as well. Um, Dun- Duncan is not a fan of him, but he hasn't been in contention in quite a few years, so it's hard to tell how he's going to do today. I was just looking back at how he how he sort of fared years ago when he when he was last in contention. He, he co-led with Ian Poulter. Um, it was back in 2018, but he made he made a good performance that day and he shot a 66 to get into a playoff, which he lost. Um, but considering, you know, he was uh, ranked about 200 or 300th in the world, it was a, it was a good final round performance. Um, he's looked pretty comfortable. Like yesterday, he was in complete control of his swing. He looked pretty calm to me. Um, he is the biggest odds out of the sort of front pack. He, you can get 10 to 1. On Bill Hostler um, finishing a job, considering he's a, a co-leader at the moment, um, I think uh, you know we're ultimately not going to take it because it's just a little bit too much of a disagreement on on that one. But um, I think he's got an outside shot today. 
Okay. And if you look at the, the FedEx Cup standings, Tom Hoagie's put together a really good season so far. He's sitting at number 12, um, you know, before the tournament even started this week and right now predicted to shoot all the way up to number two if he can get the job done. So um, we know that you guys differ on your opinion of Hoagie though. Right, Neil, I want to look at the, the chasing pack because there's three really big names right behind in Patrick Cantley. Jordan Smith, two guys that have great history around here. And Denny McCarthy, I mean, just behind them. <laughs> well, if Denny McCarthy is ever going to win, it's going to be from four shots back when absolutely no one is expecting him to win. So this could, this could actually be, he could come good for you. Yeah. Um, but no, Still like said, what, is, In case you haven't seen this, I pick Denny McCarthy every week because I'm just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> he is there or thereabouts. Pretty much every tournament right now. Well, Luke West came from five back last week, so there's no reason why Denny McCarthy can't come from four back and shoot a, shoot a low one. Yep. Um, but no, some of the names you've just mentioned there, um, Patrick Cantley and Jordan Spieth, um, hard to see past one of them having a really good one today. Um, Spieth has got all the momentum, you would think. he's He, 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 was, he was matched at around 400 to one on... One of the Betfair exchanges here in the UK, so he was he was regarded as being completely out of it, and now he's got a great chance. Um, his approach play yesterday was kind of like back to what what we expect from Spieth, um, in particular seventeen. He, he hit the flag, didn't he? Yeah. Um, which was a which was a bit of good luck, but um, you can tell sort of things are going in the right direction for Spieth. We kind of talked down his chances at the start of the week because he was he was abysmal last week, quite frankly. Um, but the momentum is with Spieth and out of the two I think he's the man I prefer today Okay what kind of odds did you say for Spieth? Spieth is available at 4-1 to one and Patrick Cantley is the favourite at 3-1 Okay so, Just while we're talking about Spieth can we talk about that shot uh, where you know like right on the edge of the cliff you know incredible wasn't it? <laughs> and he even said afterwards that he shouldn't have done it he was like you know I regret it it was <laughs> But my God, and the camera angle that they scrambled to get together for that, like the drone camera, it was yeah. unbelievable. Like you had your heart in your mouth watching him hit that shot. But funnily enough, I was hill walking in the Scottish Highlands last summer and I nearly fell off a cliff. So I can relate to how he was feeling. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right, Duncan, then looking at the rest of the chasing pack, is there anyone that's catching your eye? Like I think um, really I, I see it as between those guys who are 13 under and, and better. Um, you know, we spoke about Seamus Power and how he might struggle today in terms of, you know, that mental kind of adjustment to, to where he is now in the leaderboard compared to, to where he was. Um, he certainly has the firepower to, to make plenty of birdies, as we saw the first two days. Um, so I wouldn't rule him out the leaderboard completely. Um, and, and then Joel Damon and, and Patrick Cantley have obviously got, got great chances as well. Um, and, I, and I wouldn't be surprised really for, for you know, Cantley to come through and, and put a strong, a strong finish in as well. Um, but, but for us, it was Spieth. You know, I just think that, that everything that he's got going on, he's got the momentum, he's got the, the arrival of his, his child. Um, you know, it, just everything points to Spieth really for us. Um, and last week, you know, it came out that he was ill last week. Uh, he'd been suffering with a with, with an illness, uh, and that was the kind of reason for his for his poor result. Whereas this week, he seems to be back to full fitness, and and uh, he's just a danger around here, isn't he? 
I mean, he loves it here. He's won here before. He's like the AT&T uh, poster boy and was in contention last year. And that was really the, the first time we'd seen the old Spieth coming back. So he played Pebble Beach yesterday, shot a 63 back on the same course on Sunday for the final round. And yeah, I'm the same as you. I just can't really see it going any other way. Right. What about our parlay today then? Always the favourite part of the show. Yeah. So uh, we, we uh, I, I can't really see past the favourites this week. Um, you know, people that know me and if you've watched the show before, you know, I, I generally like to go for, for a bit of an outsider or, or someone who I think is a bit of value. But but really, I can't see beyond the favourites in the final three two balls. So we're, we're looking then at Jordan Spieth to beat Joel Damon at 8-11. to 11. We're looking at Patrick Cantley to take down my friend Tom Hoagie at 8-13. to 13. And then in the last uh, two ball, we're looking at Andrew Putnam to beat Bo Hostler at four to five. So the treble on those three will pay you just under four to one. Um, and I really, I think that the the strength of their of their play and the quality of their play will come to the fore today. Um, and that's where I see the bet being. Okay, great. I say that the parlay is the best part of the show. It's not really today because we had to celebrate a golf betting club win at the Saudi International. Guys, picking Harold Varner to get it done. Uh, well done. Congratulations, because that was a, a big money day for you guys and I'm sure a lot of other people too that subscribe to Golf Betting Club. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of our subscribers will be, will be living life today, Diane. So that's great. We can all celebrate it together and um, you know, we're all tr tr we've got Troy, Troy Merritt from pre-event um, as well. So he's he's five back, like Luke West List was last week. So you never know, it could be a could be a double celebration. Yeah. <laughs> if Troy Merritt wins, I'd dread to see what the video will be like on Twitter from Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually my favourite part of the show today. <laughs> Uh, listen, if there's ever a reason to get involved with Golf Betting Club and subscribe, then this is it because the results speak for themselves today. Hopefully it continues at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. So guys, how do people sign up and get involved? Yeah, so uh, if you want to follow us on social media, on Twitter, we're at Golf Betting Club. On Instagram, we're at Golf Betting Club Official. And the website is golfbettingclub.com and you'll find full details on the website about how to sign up for the coming year. Right. And this show's obviously on YouTube, but we have a podcast version as well that comes out every Sunday and you can find that on all the podcast apps and sites. Next week, it's the WM Phoenix Open, the big one. And guys, I'm going to be there. So hopefully I'll get some insider intel at the start of the week. And then on Sunday, I'll be on location somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Scottsdale. And um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes down at one of the wildest weeks of the PGA Tour. Me and Duncan might be able to fly fly over for it now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks to Harold. <laughs>